0: Amen. So let us open up our Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 15. Amen. I want to talk to you uh, tonight, amen, on a topic. Um, I want to thank everybody joining us online, amen, here locally and abroad. Amen. But I want to talk to you on a topic, amen. And I don't know if you, for those of you that were here with us on Father's Day uh, on Sunday, Uh, There were some words that I was saying, amen, and that I kept repeating, amen, and I think it's important because God began to share with me and bring back those words that I said to remembrance, amen, because, uh, you know, there's a little twist on words sometimes, amen, uh, and if you're not careful, uh, you can be deceived by these words, amen, or led astray, and so, uh, but today I want to talk to you on a topic. I'll give you the the, the uh, um, title right now here shortly. Matthew chapter eleven verse fifteen. Amen. And the Bible says this. It simply says this. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. <laughs> Amen simple portion of scripture but with a huge meaning and a huge reason why the Lord used it so many times in the Bible how many of you parents have had to repeat yourself to your children from time to time and, and how many times have your children said I hear you or well yeah I know is another Bible study Amen. I know is another one. Amen. My son, Alex, said that to me in the, in the truck on the way over. He goes, that's a lot of scriptures for today. I said, that was only half. He goes, oh, but that's for another Bible study, right? And I was like, yeah, another one. I actually had to do with this one, but I had mercy on him. Amen. But it says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Oh, going back to the point about our children. They say, I hear you. And our response is, you hear me, but are you listening? Amen. And today I want to talk to you about that topic. I want to talk to you on this title of how well do you listen? How well do you listen? Father, we love you, and we appreciate you, Lord. We thank you for the reading of your word, Lord, and we ask that you anoint every heart that is here uh, in person and that is online. Father, we pray that you would speak to them tonight. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I want to dive right into this Bible study, amen, and I want to get right into it on this topic of how well do you listen? Amen. And uh, before I, I, I get into the to the meat of the Bible study, I just want to say that um, I, I used these two words in our Bible study or in our sermon on on um, on Sunday, our Father's Day sermon. Amen. Uh, uh, I used the word hear, Amen. And the Bible says that uh, faith cometh comes by hearing and by hearing of the word of God. Amen. And uh all throughout the word of God, by uh the Lord's intention, the Lord's desire, the Lord what God was truly uh desiring to do uh with the people, with the crowd, uh wherever he was at, whether he was uh Uh, uh, on the sidewalk somewhere, whether he was standing in a boat, amen, uh, just pushed off of the shore, amen, or he was in a synagogue, or whether he was sitting down at the table in a sinner's house, amen, uh, everything that he desired, what he desired for the crowd and for the people to do was to hear his words, amen, and was to listen to what he had to say, amen, and it was one of the biggest things that God was trying to get people to do and to understand uh, all throughout and during his earthly ministry, amen. And every time he concluded a lesson or every time uh, he, he concluded a parable, amen, or, or a conversation, amen, he would always use that statement or use that phrase of uh, let everybody that has an ear, amen, hear, let him hear. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Amen. He said it in the book, as we read in the book of Matthew, chapter 11 and verse 15. He says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Amen. And he said that in that portion of scripture uh, that was concerning John the Baptist. Amen. Uh, For those of you that don't know who John the Baptist was, he was the, uh, uh, the one that was called by God, amen, to pave the way, amen, for Jesus Christ. And uh, the first message, amen, that was brought onto the scene, amen, that was uh, still continues on strong until this day, amen, is that message of repentance, amen. It was John the Baptist's uh, um, ministry, amen, to pave the way. They were getting ready to transition from the law and to go into the uh the uh, dispensation of grace, amen. And in order for them to do that and to receive that saving grace of God, an individual needed to repent, amen, and uh, to do away with the old life and to do away with the old man, amen, and uh, to walk righteously and separate for the things uh, of the Lord, amen. And so uh, Jesus Christ said this concerning him. Amen. He says, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. He also said it at the end of his parable of the sower in the book of Matthew, chapter 13, and verse 9. Amen. The Bible says this again, He who has ears, let him hear amen. And we all know the parable of the sower, amen. And the sower went out and he began to sow the seed, which was the word of God. And the Bible says that some of the seed fell along the side of the road and the fowls of the air, amen, came and snatched it up, amen. Uh, he says that there was also some of that seed that fell on, on stony ground, amen, shallow ground. And because it was stony, amen, and it didn't uh, uh, get too deep when it uh, uh, blossomed, amen, the sun scorched it and the wind came and blew it away amen and then the bible uh uh, talks about the seed that was uh thrown in and and uh uh it sprouted and grew up but it was so thorny amen that the thorns uh uh, choked it out but then he ends that parable by saying that there was uh, some seed that fell on good ground amen that uh uh, allowed there a lot of fruit amen uh, to come to bear amen and he said That he who has an ear, let him hear. Amen. The Bible also says in the book of Matthew, chapter 13 and verse 43, he says this, Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear amen. And this is the parable where he explains the wheat and the tares, amen, the tares. The Bible says that the field, amen, was nice and it was it was great, it was wonderful, was ready for the harvest. And then here comes Satan, amen, and begins to plant a bunch of tares all over the place to try to mess everything up, amen. And so the Bible begins to tell us that uh, 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 the harvesters, amen, God, the Son of Man, the Bible says, comes to, to tear up those tares, amen, and to throw to bundle them up and to throw them into the fire, Amen. And so, uh, so it is with you and I, Amen. Uh, we, the Bible says that in the church there is wheat and there are tares, Amen. There's sheep and there are goats, Amen. But when God comes, He's going to divide the wheat from the sh- the tares, and He's going to divide the the sheep from the goat, Amen. And so He ends that parable, Amen, by saying, "He who has ears to hear." Let him hear. Amen. Also in the book of Revelations, we find, amen, as he addresses the churches in Asia Minor, amen, and all throughout Asia, all seven churches, amen, he, he, he begins to talk to each one of them and talk about each one of them. And uh, at the end of it, he says, he who has uh, an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And so what is the point of all this? Pastor, what is the point? Uh, of 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 having to hear it so many times, amen. Uh, having God repeat it, amen, and seen it so many times in red, amen. Uh, uh, at least a dozen times. That he who has an ear, let him hear. I believe that what God was trying to relay something to us that was very important, amen. God was not in the business of of repeating Himself just because. Amen. You know, there are some people that like to talk, amen, because they like the sound of their voice and they they like how they sound, amen, and, 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 and they like how they look, whatever it is, amen. But God wasn't like that. He wasn't worried about how he looked. He wasn't worried about how he sounded, amen. And he repeated a whole lot of things in the word of God because he wanted us to hear. He wanted us to, to catch what he was saying, amen, because it was going to be his word that changed us. It was going to be his word that transformed us it was going to be his word that changed our behavior that changed our uh, the way we acted the way we spoke and the way we did things amen and so we needed to pay good attention to what God was trying to say because it was important as a matter of fact he lets us know hey you better pay attention and listen amen he says it in the book of Mark chapter 4 verses 23 Through 25, he says this. I'm
1: going to try not to
0: preach today and stick to teaching. Amen. But we're talking about hearing. Amen. And Jesus Christ says this in the book of Mark, chapter 4, and verse 23 through 25. He says, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Then he said to them, Take heed to what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. Amen. He says, for whoever has to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And so basically, in this portion of Scripture, what God is saying, hey, listen to what I'm saying to you. You know there's a difference between hearing and listening. Amen. And I looked it up today, and I thought to myself, well, why wouldn't God just say, hey, listen to what I'm saying? instead of hear, because when we look at the, 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 the Webster's definition for hearing, it means just to hear, whether it's a sound or whether it's a, a voice or whether it's a pin drop or, you know, I hear a knock. Amen. You hear it. Amen. But when you're looking at the definition that has to do with listen, it means not only to hear, but it means to listen and to react off of what you're hearing, to make a a change off of what you heard. In other words, to put it into practice. And so what Jesus Christ is saying right here, he says, I need you to listen to what you're hearing because you're going to have to make a change in your life off of what you just heard me say. Oh, man, we're going to keep on going, but that's good stuff right there. Amen. And I believe that God was, was saying these words to them because it was a struggle for them to hear God's Word. It was a, a struggle for them to listen to God's Word. It was a, a struggle for them to change. It was a, a struggle for them to adapt, amen, to this new life called Christianity. I mean, they had it made before, you know, God got there on the scene, amen. They they lived the way they wanted to live. They did what they wanted to do, amen. They be behaved however they wanted to behave, and then here comes John the Baptist paving the way, talking about, you know, get right or get left, amen, that the wages of sin, amen, is death, Uh, amen, it's either heaven or hell, brother, you better listen to to what I'm saying, because he that's coming is greater than I, amen, and so, uh, you know, it was hard for them to understand in those days, and I get it, because, you know, we all come from a lifestyle, we all come from, not all of us grew up in the things of the lord and 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 for those it was a struggle for those too because it took just as much of a of a a strong testimony and just as much of a holy ghost not to go out into the world to do what the world was doing amen and so so uh, uh you know it was hard especially when you find yourself comfortable living comfortably amen and so that portion of scripture that we read illustrated that Jesus had a problem back then
1: that exists today. Amen. And that problem is is simply that many people don't listen. It's either they don't listen. Or they do listen, but they don't listen to understand. Amen.
0: And today I truly believe with all of my heart that many today don't appreciate the importance of listening well. Amen. How many of you have ever been accused of that? Amen. You're not even listening to me. And you're like, huh? Yes, I am. Amen. Or a whole conversation took place half an hour and then you forget. Remember we talked about it yesterday? Oh, yeah, I remember. Amen? You were hearing but you weren't listening. Amen? You were hearing and you weren't listening. And that was a problem that, that Jesus Christ had back then and he has it today. Amen. Where he's doing a lot of talking. Amen. The man of God or whoever it is stands behind the pulpit and he's and he's teaching his heart out and he's, te- he's preaching his heart out and and, and 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 nobody's listening. Amen. And so it's a problem that is, has been has has been in existence for a long time. And so my question to you today is is simply what I entitled it. How well do you listen? Amen. How well do you listen? I can tell you right now, I've been accused. I, I've been accused of 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 not listening. Amen. Uh, I'll be in a, having a conversation with somebody. Amen. And and my mind is all over the place. I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about that. And uh, and I'm trying to focus and I'm trying to get in and and I'm trying to listen and I'm trying to push this to one side and I'm trying to push that down. And and you're giving that look like there's something going on in there and the individual catches on and they're like, you're not even listening to me. Yeah, I am listening to you. But it's kind of hard. Can you say amen? And so God is desiring for his church to be better listeners. Amen. I love what James says, and we're going to get into what James says later on. But I, I love what he says. Because he takes this hearing thing to a whole nother level. He says, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know you can hear, but let's, let's, let's uh, uh, climb the ladder a little bit. Let's grow a little bit. Let's, let's mature a little bit in the Lord here. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. And so I want to talk to you about several different uh, types of listeners, amen, that I, I found in the, in the Word of God. And the first one is this. There were those of that time that were dull of hearing. Amen. Amen. Dull of hearing. Amen. The Bible says this in the book of Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 11. He says, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. Amen. Let me tell you what the the, the definition for dull is. Amen. Has anybody ever said you're dull? You're a dull individual. No? Nobody's ever told me that. Amen. But God let the Hebrews know, hey, you guys are dull. The Apostle Paul was letting them know, hey, you guys are dull. In other words, to be dull, the definition is is to be lacking interest. It's to be lacking excitement. And I thought to myself, I says, why did he say that? I began to go back in the Word of God, and I began to read, and I saw where their lack of excitement was coming from. Remember, they were living a certain lifestyle, and then here comes Jesus changing it all up. And in this portion of Scripture, we read right here, amen, that these Hebrews were dull, they lacked interest, and they lacked excitement, amen. Because what was happening here is that the Hebrews, they couldn't comprehend that Jesus was the Son of God coming to take away the sins of the world. They couldn't comprehend it to them it wasn't exciting it wasn't interesting they didn't have no enthusiasm against it ah yeah right they didn't even believe it what do you mean we don't have to take a sacrifice anymore every year amen to the tabernacle what do you mean amen uh, that all we have to do is, is 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 follow after this man and and do these things and what do you mean this man is the son of god amen they didn't believe that he was the son of god coming to take away the sins of the world in other words. No more sacrifices because he would be the ultimate sacrifice. They didn't comprehend this. Amen. They were dull hearers. They were dull of hearing. And check this out. The fault was not with the subject. It was not with the subject material nor the presenter. It wasn't the 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 orator's fault, it wasn't the the preacher's fault, it wasn't the teacher's fault, it wasn't the individual that was that was writing the letter, it wasn't that. It was that the individual didn't care.
1: They didn't care about what was being
0: spoken. They didn't care uh, what was being preached. They didn't care. It wasn't the the subject. It wasn't the the material. It wasn't the the presenter. The problem was with the listener.
1: Amen. And the majority of the
0: time, it's not the, the teacher's fault. Because we have the material, which is the Word of God. But it's that the individual that you're talking to doesn't care. And because they don't care, they're just hearing and they're not listening. Amen. And so this is powerful stuff because even Isaiah wrote of the same kind of people all the way in the Old Testament. Amen. And Jesus Christ talked about it in the book of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 13 through 15. Amen. Jesus Christ says this, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled. Amen. Which says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. They weren't excited. They weren't interested. They didn't want to hear it. Their ears are hard of hearing. Their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. Amen. And so people are this way because they are dull of heart. In other words, they lack the interest. I'm only here because I have to be here. I'm only listening because you're here. And if I don't come, you're going to be mad at me. And to avoid a fight or an argument, I just come. But I really don't want to be there. And that makes them dull. That makes them a dull listener. It makes them a dull hearing. Why? Because they lack interest. They're just filling a seat. They can care less about salvation. They can care less about God's Word. They can care less about living right. They can care less about doing the right thing. As a matter of fact, they can care less about making heaven their home. Amen. Because other things are more interesting. Other things are more important. And that was the problem with these dull hearers, that that God was uh, uh, exposing that. Amen. They're this way because they're dull of heart. And because they are dull of heart, it prevented them from understanding God's truth. Amen. It prevented them from turning away from sin to God. And it prevented them from being healed and even saved by God. Amen.
1: And so my question after
0: reading that is: who would want to be this type of listener? Not me. I heard it 16 years ago, brother, and I still want to hear it. And I'm I'm still enthused and I'm still excited, and I still want to hear more because every day I'm still learning. Amen. And when you're truly there to to receive from God, then it becomes exciting. Amen. But because some people are dull, amen, they're dull, they lack excitement and they lack uh, interest, they come on in and they sit down and they... Give a little proper wave and they they give that smile. They'll even hug you and greet you, amen, and and might even talk to you for a few minutes after service, amen. But in their mind, they're like, oh, my God, I got to get out of this place. I didn't even want to be here. I can't wait to get home and turn on my television. And then you go and you ask them, hey, so what was the service about? What was the preaching on? They have no idea because they didn't hear it. They weren't listening. Why? Because... They had no interest. To them, it's not exciting anymore. Being saved is not exciting anymore. Living a sinless life isn't exciting anymore. Amen. I don't know how not living the blessed life now. Amen. But Jesus Christ had to deal with those that were dull of hearing. Amen. And he had to deal with those. That had itchy ears. Ooh, this one's good. Amen. And I'm not talking a literal itch like they're walking around scratching their ears.
1: Amen. And
0: Paul talks about this. Amen. Let us go there. We're talking about three types of listeners that Jesus Christ deals with. Amen. That's biblical. Those are the dull hearers, those with itchy ears, in the second book of Timothy, chapter 4. Second book of Timothy, chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. Amen. This is the Apostle Paul writing to young Timothy, who was a pastor, young pastor. He says, I charge you. Therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, it is appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. He says, be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires... Because they have itchy ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. Amen. He is charging young Timothy. He is letting him know, hey, don't get caught up in what everybody else is doing. God has called you out for a specific purpose. He's called you out and he's charging you to preach the word. He's telling you he wants you to convince convince the people, rebuke the people, and exhort the people with all long-suffering. You know what that means? You know what long-suffering means? To convince, to rebuke, and to exhort patiently. You know what that means? Don't stop doing it. Even when you don't see change, keep doing it. Amen. That's what he was talking about. Don't lose patience. Man, I've been preaching for a month. I've been preaching for a year. I've been preaching for five years, and the crowd is still acting the same. That individual won't change. Well, preach another five years. Preach another ten years. Do it patiently, but convince, rebuke, and exhort. I charge you to preach the word. Amen. We can't give up. We can't stop preaching God's word. We can't ever get tired of doing the things of the Lord. You know, I posted something on social media, and I says, you know, serving the Lord is not for a season. It's for a lifetime. I don't know anybody, amen, to this day that I have not been around when they've gotten baptized, baptized that haven't answered the question that is always asked. How long will you serve the Lord? And I've heard almost every individual say, for the rest of my life. That is a promise and an oath you made to the Lord. He heard you. Amen. But because some have itchy ears, they're being led astray. Amen. Let's break that. Let's break that down. Amen. That's powerful. Amen. He's talking about people with dull ears, dull hearing, that lack excitement or, uh, yeah, that that are lacking excitement and and lack the interest. But he's talking also about those that have itchy ears. Amen. Because some people, the people that have itchy ears only want to listen to what pleases them. They only want to hear the the sugar-coated good stuff, the the love, the peace, and the prune juice, all that stuff, love and prosperity, and that's all good. That's in the Word of God. He does want us to love. He does want us to be successful. He does want us to be prosperous. but he wants us to repent and turn away from sin. Because in order for you to be prosperous, in order for you to be successful, in order for you to to be on the right path and and to be blessed of God and to have life and to have it more abundantly, you have to have already let go of the sin that so easily besets you and causes you to fall away. You can't be prosperous and sin at the same time. Amen. There's no such thing. Because God will not dwell in darkness. And so a lot of people are falling away. Amen. They're falling away because of their itchy ears. I only want to hear what I want to hear. I only want to listen to what I want to listen to. Amen. Such people listen only to that which is pleasing. And because of that, they don't want sound doctrine. Because sound doctrine is rebuke. Sound doctrine is exhortation. Sound doctrine is, is, is correcting somebody. Amen. Isn't that what he said? He said to be ready in season and out of season. And so doctrine is convincing, doctrine is rebuking, and doctrine is exhorting. It's letting an individual know that, hey, you can't live that way and make heaven your home. Or you can't do certain things and still expect to make heaven your home. Amen. And some people don't want to hear it no more. They don't want to hear the truth. Of God's word amen and so they're doing away with sound doctrine and they're chasing after doctrine that is not biblical doctrine that is man-made amen doctrine that is just uh uh, uh, uh you know everything is sugar-coated Yeah, that's okay, the way you're living. That's okay. Continue going to the bar. Continue being promiscuous. Continue being an adulterer. Continue being a thief. Continue being a liar. Continue being all these things, and you're still going to make heaven your home. You're okay, because you know why? God knows your heart. And so they chase after these, these fake doctrines, these okay doctrines. They ought to name it, this is the okay to live this way doctrine. And that's why Jesus Christ said there's going to be many that are walking on that wide road because it's lawless on that wide road. You can live however you want. You can go to the club. You can go to the disco. Amen. You can get all tore up. Amen. And not even remember where you parked your car the night before. Amen. All these things. You could lie, you could steal, you could cheat on your income tax, all kinds of stuff. You could do whatever you want. The IRS ain't on that road. The the police ain't on that road. Amen. Nobody's on that road. Amen. Nobody. You could do whatever you want. Amen. Amen.
1: So they do away with sound doctrine.
0: And you know what else they do? They will find the teachers that they want. And you know what those teachers will do? Those teachers will lead them to fables. And to things that are not true. Many today are often afflicted with this. Itchy ears, hearing problem. And so God had to deal with those that were dull of hearing, with those that had itchy ears, amen, and those with a noble and good heart. Jesus says this in the book of Luke chapter 8 and verse 15. He says, but the ones that fell on good ground are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. He's talking about the parable of the sower again, and he's talking about that seed that landed on good ground and produced a lot of fruit. How many of you want to be fruitful in your life? Hey Amen. I was talking to somebody today, and, and, and uh, uh, he says, hey, Pastor, so, so how do you see people in your congregation? And I, I says, well, I, I, I kind of see everybody like trees. And I know that it, it, it may sound strange, amen, for those of you that are here and for those of you that are watching online, amen, but uh, God spoke a lot about agriculture in the Word of God. And so every individual that comes into this place, I look at him like a tree. And so I ask him, what kind of tree do you want to look like? there are all kinds of trees. There are short trees. There are tall trees. There are trees that give shade. There are trees that don't give shade. There are some that grow sideways. There are some that grow straight up. There are some that bear fruit. There are some that don't bear fruit. There are some that have no shape. There are some that have no form. Amen. And so when you come into this place, and how whatever however you're growing, whether hopefully it's straight up But as you begin to grow leaves or grow uh, uh branches, and those branches give out leaves, there has to be a pruning. There has to be a taking away. Amen. There has to be a shaping and a forming. You know, there's a there's a tree that I, I wanted to take a picture of in my neighborhood, amen. Uh it, it, where we live. There's a tree that is just the ugliest tree. This tree It has, I mean, you can't even see the the trunk of it because the branches are growing. Some are growing down and covering it down and then going up and shooting that way and shooting this way. And some of them even go out and come back in. They look funny. And this is an ugly tree. It's without form. It's without shape. Ain't got no fruit. Nothing. And I was like, that's some Christian right there. That's how some Christians are. Just like that tree. And then you go to the next house and the tree is, there's a tree that's nice and trimmed and, and, and you see the trunk, it's growing straight up and it's strong, amen. And then it's got a nice shape to it all the way around the top and it's got some nice fruit, amen. And I'm thinking to myself, man, that's another Christian. That's a rebellious one and that's an obedient one. Amen. That's one that's on the wide road, and that's one that's on. As a matter of fact, that was not even a Christian. That's somebody walking on the wide road. Amen. Amen, but let's get back to the study. Amen. And so there are those who hear with a noble and good heart. Jesus speaks of these. We read that scripture. He also said in the book of Acts chapter, chapter, chapter 17 and verse 11, he was talking to the Macedonians. He said, These were more fair minded than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. You see that? Every time the word was taught, every time the word was preached, the Bible says that they received the word with readiness, they came in ready. They came in excited. They came in expecting that, man, you know what? God has a word for me today. My faith is going to be built up today. Amen. He spoke highly of the Macedonians that they received the word with readiness and they searched the scriptures daily to find out if it was true. Are these promises true in my life if I'm obedient to the Word of God? Amen. They were a blessed people. The Bible says that these were fair-minded people. Amen. They were not dull people. They didn't have itchy ears. They were noble and good-hearted. And that's what God is looking for today. Amen. He's looking for those that are going to listen to God's Word. Can somebody say amen? Amen. It is important that you and I not only hear God's word, but we listen to it and we apply it to our life. And we make changes where changes need to be made. Amen. So that we can be better, we can be fruitful, we can grow, and we can help our families, help our children. Help them get through those things. Help them get past those things. Amen. You know, there are a lot of parents that that spend more time, amen, on on on, on the basketball court or on the soccer field or on the baseball field. And then as your kids get older and they start running with the wrong crowd and they start doing these things, and then they come and they say, Pastor, why is this happening? Well, because you had them out there more than you had them in the church. What do you expect? And then, you know, sometimes they even blame the church. Well, it's the church's fault. My kids ended up that way. I didn't take them to soccer. I didn't drive them to football. And I'm not saying that those things are bad. Amen. Put your kids, plug your kids in and all that. But they got to be plugged into the things of the Lord. Amen. They got to be plugged in to the things of the Lord. They have to listen to what god is saying it is important and it's essential it's essential to being blessed amen it's essential to to having faith because faith cometh by hearing and by hearing of the word of god it's it's essential to bearing fruit amen god says those trees that don't bear fruit i'm gonna cut them down and i'm gonna throw them into the fire they're firewood amen I'm not going to be no firewood. I'm going to produce some kind of fruit. Amen. So listening is essential, amen, for all of these things. It's essential to preventing apostasy. What's apostasy? Drifting, neglecting, neglecting so great a salvation. Amen. It's essential to avoiding rejection and condemnation. And so you and I have to learn to be better listeners. Can somebody say amen? We got to listen from beginning to end. And I know they say, well, you know, pastor, it's, you know, you have a, uh, that's why classes are only an hour long because a, a person only has so much of a listening or a hearing span, amen? They say, well, you know, people check out at 40 minutes or 45 minutes on the Bible study. Not if you draw their interest. I don't know about you, but when I eat a steak, I like to
1: eat it slow. How many of you go grab a steak and swallow the whole thing without cutting it
0: up and chewing it? Huh? I don't know anybody that just gets a steak and just starts tearing into it, biting it, and in two minutes they're done. No, you come in and you sit down and you get your little, little biscuit, little, little roll and put some little butter on it. Amen. And, and then, you know, they bring in the appetizers and then they, they bring in the steak. Amen. And the, and the chili beans. Amen. And the corn on the cob. And and you're sitting at the restaurant for an hour and you can't receive a word for an hour. Huh? Amen. Amen. And some of us ought to picture this place like Texas Roadhouse on Sunday. That they're coming in to get a, a big steak. Amen. And they're going to chew on it and they're going to taste every word and they're going to, to, to listen to everything that the, that the server is serving them. Amen. You know, when I leave that place, I tell my wife I sit at the couch. I go, man, that was a good steak, and I'm thinking about it, and and still got, you know. A little bit got a little bit left over amen and you're just like woo, man that was good how many of us leave the house of the lord like that still chewing on the steak that they ate when they got home and the next day and you're even bragging about it hey what'd you do this weekend man i went to texas roadhouse and i had me a ribeye i had me a big old fat steak amen with a loaded potato amen how many of us can remember the word of god like that Amen. I know I'm making Sister hungry. (laughs) She's looking over. Amen. Amen. But listening is important. Amen. You got to listen from first to last, and you got to pay attention to the speaker. You got to listen to the speaker. Look at the speaker. Amen. Read along in your Bible, listen with faith. You gotta listen with faith. Although I don't see it happening, my faith says it's already done. Amen. We gotta listen with faith. Amen. And lastly, we gotta listen with a mind to act. That is important as I come to a close. That is important because, church, ultimately we come to the house of the Lord to change. We tune in online because we need a word that's going to help us change. But the only way change is going to happen... is if we go from hearing to listening and from listening to applying you know because I can hear something all day long but if that's all I'm doing It serves me no good. I like how James encouraged his readers to step it up. He says, no, 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 no. And, not, and I'm not saying we, we got to go against the words of Jesus Christ. We got to hear. I like how James takes us to the next level. He says in James chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. He says, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. Greetings. He says, my brothers, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith will produce patience. He says, but let that patience have its perfect work. So that you can be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. He says, "If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach. And it will be given to him." I'm sorry. Let us go down to chapter to verse 22 through 25. So he's giving his greetings. And he talks about going through various trials. And he talks about being swift to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. And then in verse 22, he says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourselves. this one will be blessed in what he does. That is so powerful because we're living in a time where people are looking at themselves in the word of God in the mirror and they're seeing things that need to be changed. They're seeing things that God wants them to deal with. Behaviors, characters. Whatever it is, you're looking in the mirror, which is the Word of God. And you see the things. You see the faults. You see the flaws. You're looking at them. and you turn away from the mirror and the Bible says immediately he forgets what he saw and he goes away unchanged. That is the one that is just a hearer of the word and not a listener and a doer of the word. And because we've looked in the mirror and we know what the problem is and we don't change it, the Bible says that we just deceive ourselves. Because how many times have we heard it? I know what the problem is. I know what I need to do. I know what I need to change. But we never do it. And so tonight I challenge somebody that if you have been that here, I challenge you. Amen to reignite that fire through prayer and through fasting and through the reading of your word so that you can go from being just a hearer to a listener and to being a doer of God's word so that your life can be blessed. Because you're not living a blessed life, you're living a deceived life. Let us bow our head. Father, we love you. We appreciate you, Lord, and we thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you for speaking to our hearts and our minds and our souls tonight, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray for every individual that is here today and for those that are watching online, Lord, that you, Father, would be with him, Lord, that that fire would be reignited. Whoever it is, mighty God, that individual that lacks interest, that individual, that Father God, that is no more excited, not excited with Your Word anymore, Father, let that fire rekindle, Father. And I pray for that new individual that is coming. Those that are attentive to Your Word, Lord Jesus, that You would continue to pour Your Spirit upon them, Father, that they would be a con- You would be a consuming fire in their life, Lord. And I pray for everybody that is still sick in their bodies, Father God, those that uh, are recovering today. Father God, I would like to pray a special prayer uh, for um, Sister Ganados tonight, mighty God, that had a procedure done today. Lord, I pray for a speedy recovery.